Blog Talk Radio. Teresa B. Howell. Uh, Teresa, how are you? I'm here. Hi, hey. how are you? Hey. I'm fine. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. So uh, tell my listeners a little bit about you and where you're from. And... Well, I'm originally from Boston, Massachusetts, but I'm currently oh, residing hi. in in Durham, North Carolina. Carolina. Um, I am an educator, so I'm on spring break now. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I wrote my first novel, That Church Five, last May. Um, So I'm excited about part two that's about to come out. But uh, a little bit more about me. I'm married. I have um, two boys, 19 and 9, and I'm just on here to chat away. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. Oh, that's a that's an age gap. That sounds kind of like me and my siblings uh, between your boys. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's rough, I'm going to tell you. Uh, the 19-year-olds... <laughs> He think he's grown, but he's not. And then the nine-year-old is trying to be like him, but so she's not talking to him. Yeah. It's just a funny scene. <laughs> so. I bet. So uh, tell me more about uh, your book, That Church Life. Okay. Um, basically, there's three girls who are in the church. They started off when they were young in church. When they graduated high school, they kind of separated ways for about five Mm -hmm. years over a fallout, and then they came back together again, um, realizing that the church is where they should be. Um, One girl in particular, she still is not really feeling church, but um, she came back anyway for the sake of her friends. And then there is a guy, there's always a guy, who Mm -hmm. causes a lot of chaos. He's a musician, 
and there's a twist at the end with him that I can't tell you about, but they go through, you know, lots of trials and tribulations trying to figure it out, trying to figure sisterhood out, and really dedicated to each other up until part two because something else happens. So, Ooh. Yeah, I've got to hurry up and read that church life. Yeah, it's a mystery thriller suspense. It will keep you on the edge. The um, first couple of chapters, you're going to wonder, like, what's going on with her? Um, she's, like, making some decisions that doesn't make it doesn't make sense to the reader. But after the first couple of chapters, you're like, oh, this is what's going on with her. And you'll get to see her character flourish after that. Okay. Okay. Um, so tell me, where do you get your ideas from? Well, I've been in church all my life. So I've right. seen so much, yes. and I'm a big uh, mystery thriller reader, and I love watching television shows like How to Get Away with Murder and things like that that, you know, have a little twist to it. So with that, I said, well, there is a lot of drama that, that does happen in the church. We just don't talk about it. Right. So I decided to write about it and kind of on the edge, you know, it, it may be between Christian fiction and mystery thriller suspense, um, right on in the middle of the highway with it. Right. Um, yeah. It it it's just one of those things where I just I was uh, encouraged to write um, by a traumatic experience. Started writing, um, got through it, and next thing you know, I was creating a novel, and that was not what I intended, but that's where I ended up. Well, you know, that's how it happens. Um, I kind of fell in, fell into writing professionally the same way. Um, you know, was had just separated from my first husband and was going through and feeling a lot of different emotions. And I just started writing them out. And before you knew it, I had a novel. And yeah. so, you know, I believe it's just God's plan and that's just how he works it out. For us, so. I believe that too Because I, I surely didn't see it coming I can tell you that much So I know it had to be God Because I was looking around like I wrote a book Like that was the last thing on my mind Yeah Exactly <laughs> so, me yeah. Too. But it always seems to come From the heart And sometimes tragedies that may go on I know there's a lot of writers That's where, they're, where their writing skills start off at um, but the good thing about that I like about writing is that people can see me grow in my writing. Yes. You know, that's huge to me because, like, you know, my first novel, you know, it's good, but I want to be even better my next novel. So, you know. Absolutely. And no matter how many years, you know, someone's been doing it, there's always room for growth, you know. Exactly. So um, I just encourage all those writers out there keep writing because it's difficult when you're dealing with fiction because you, you're trying to be unique and you know there's so many stories out there. Right. But just keep writing because you know you might just have the opportunity to get that following that you know believes in you. And I'm Absolutely. fortunate enough that I I, I have that following that that you know I don't know where half these people came from. <laughs> That's okay. 
<laughs> but the good thing is I've made some really good friends along the way and right. I have some some really good book clubs that are excited that about part two. So as long as I continue to get better, I think, you know, I will keep all my new friends. Now, if my writing starts to sink, they'll be like, nah, Teresa, we can't follow you. But <laughs> but right now, it's, you know, it's a, it's, a good, it's a good run. Doing a lot of exciting things and, you know, going on, traveling with the book. So it's it's been good. That's awesome, and I'm excited for you. Um, Thank you. Does your family support your career as a writer? They do. I mean, in the beginning, they didn't understand. They was like, why, you know, why are you going everywhere? Uh, I didn't know that this was going to happen. They didn't know that it was going to happen. Had no idea um, that it was going to be in demand like this for the first couple of months of the book being out. But after we kind of got used to the rhythm of me traveling, you know, everybody was fine, and um, I just give my husband lots of props because I don't know how he does it when I'm not away, while I'm away. Like, the kids, everything is is the same schedule, and they seem to make it happen. So, but, yeah, they're very well, that's supportive. Good. Mm-hmm. That's great, and shout-out to the hubby. Having um, a supportive spouse is very important. Um, it is, us, right? And it's very hard to very. find. Yes, <laughs> very. <laughs> yeah, not all of them are supportive now. Not all. I so heard if you get to a good one that's supportive, hold on tight, y'all. That's right. <laughs> So I met you in the beginning of my journey. I think I was still was I still writing when when I inboxed That's you. Right. Yes, yeah. I believe you were. Yes, that's yeah. right. Someone had referred me to you, and and I was asking all these questions, and you was helping me with everything, and then yes. um, I got hooked up with Keisha Green, and it just took off from there. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah, I do now that you mentioned it. I was like, wait a minute. Because when you first said it, I was like, did I meet her person? I said, Lord, am I getting so old that I forget people I meet? (laughs) 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 You know, we just did a lot of phone and and messenger. And he was just trying to help me connect for a book cover and all that other stuff. Right. Yeah, but we've met in person, I don't think. Mm-mm. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. <laughs> oh, and shout out to Miss Keisha Green. That's my buddy. Keisha Green Frazier. Excuse me, y'all. She's a married <laughs> Hey, Keisha. <laughs> yeah, she's a uh, I was on her show yeah. a while back. Yeah, she she does a lot to help our authors. She's doing it big too. Yes, she is. I um, first time I was ever a guest on her show was way back when she first got started. Um, mm-hmm. Back in, I want to say it was late two thousand seven. 
So. Oh wow. Yeah. When I first got started, and I think she had just she had been in the industry for about a year, and um had uh. been doing the radio show for just a month or two when I was on her show way back when and uh, hmm. okay so yeah it's been it's been a long time cuz I had just gotten started myself so um, cool I can't help but smile when I think about how long it's been and still time does it seem like it's been that long you know well uh, us newbies appreciate y'all oh (laughs) and we love y'all too we do (laughs) so when does part two drop I am finishing up the last few chapters as we speak um, Mm -hmm. and then it will go to uh I have several people that I really want to edit. Um, So I have a developmental editor that I want to use, um, and we're going to start that process. And then um, there's a Christian fiction editor that I would like to look at it after that. So it it has a couple of phases to go through. Okay. Say maybe, maybe by my my goal is to get it out by June twenty. Oh, that would be my parents' 37th wedding anniversary. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Well, let's see if we can get it out on your date. (laughs) 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 That's the goal. Um, Yeah. You know, hopefully... She will look at it and say, "Oh, it's not too much developmental stuff I gotta do." <laughs> right. It will take you know less time, but I just want to make sure that it's right. I don't want to rush it, Absolutely. you know, like I did the first one. Absolutely. So. I mean, well, you know, we in, you know, publishing and especially self-publishing, it's a learning process. Um, so, yes. you know, no matter how many pointers we get we still have to kind of learn by trial and error uh, because everything works out different things work out differently for different people so Mm -hmm. you know it's okay yeah yeah and you know we would get anxious because you know we wanted to drop we you know but in the end you want quality too you know you just don't want to put something out there and then you know you don't have your fan base goes away because your writing stinks. So <laughs> you want to make sure yeah. that, you know, and I'm one of those uh, OCD people anyway. So I, when I did part one, I think I had like 55 drafts. Oh, wow. And yeah, it was, it was serious. So I don't even know how many drafts I got of this one, but I can tell you that I have changed the storyline about five times. <laughs> <laughs> Do not feel bad. I'm working on a piece myself, and storyline kind of changed about a couple of times since I started it uh, myself. So 
do not feel bad about that. Um, which actresses and, of course, actor who would play the musician and um, if your book was to turn into a, a movie? Oh, let's see. That's a good question. So, Tommy is light skinned with really light eyes, mm-hmm. and he has he has curly like Indian curly hair, mm-hmm. like a slim physique. He has a slim physique. Mm-hmm. Let's see who would fit that bill in on TV. Michael Ealy could. Michael Ealy, yeah, that's a good choice. So Michael Ely would be Tommy. Mm-hmm. Um, Missy is uh, really long hair, um, mm-hmm. petite, and she's about maybe five, six, mm-hmm. five, five or something around there. Um, mm-hmm. Gosh, who would play her? Um, and she's very dramatic. So it has to be a dramatic actress, okay? She is mm-hmm. full of drama. Um, hmm. uh, what's the Ross, uh, Diana Ross's daughter? Tracy Ellis Ross. Tracy Ellis Ross. I think she would play that part because she's dramatic like that. But then she might be too old to do it because it has to be a younger person. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and even though. I was going to say maybe Sanaa Lathan could. Uh... Yeah, yeah, she could actually play that role. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she sure could. Now, Michelle, she's dark-skinned, and mm-hmm. she she does some things that she ain't supposed to be doing to her friend. That is more like a... Um, I'm trying to think of the actress's name that she has her TV show on um, BET. She's married to a basketball player. Hmm. What is her name? She's she's very current. She has a lot of stuff. Uh, the guy that used to, Dwayne Wade's wife. Gabrielle Union. Yeah. Gabrielle Union. She would be a perfect Michelle. And then the okay. other girl, um, Natalia, she's she's got the smart mouth. Uh, let me see who could play her. That's more like a Queen Latifah type mouth, or okay. uh, yeah, somebody on that level. But she's like fair skinned too, and she's short. Hmm. Hmm. I have to think about that one. Yeah, I'm sitting here like, um, <laughs> but um, makes you go on a deep thought, right? <laughs> I, yeah, I I had an idea until you said she was short. Um, because I was gonna say the girl who played um Monique's friend in the movie Fat Girls. And she also plays the daughter on Love Thy Neighbor, Tyler Perry's show. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, that will be perfect. And then they have Pastor Henry Jones. That's the dad. Um, mm-hmm. We find anybody to be a preacher. <laughs> All right. And um, you have the new boyfriend. This is new boyfriend, Beanie. He's from Jamaica. Um, mm. He's like tall, dark, handsome, with clean, sparkling white teeth. Ooh. I don't know who would play him, but he look his hey, book. Baby. His description is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, he, D, well, even Lance Gross could pull it off, probably. You know, just yeah, probably just Lance. I'm picturing in my in my head. That's my husband in my head, so you know I'm loaning them out. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, and that would be the cast. Well, all right. <laughs> so, um, do you think that book covers play an important part in the buying process? Oh, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Um, as you can see, I went through two. So okay. The, yeah, the first one, I really liked the first one actually, um, but the bookstores were the one that was that they were giving me problems with the first cover because mm. they said it was too dark. So oh. um, yeah, so I got another book cover by another graphic designer that made it a little bright and. Um, easier to see on the bookshelf And so that seemed to get more attention When that one came out Oh, okay But, but yeah, I sold a lot of the first one Which I, I feel bad because now it's a series So all those people that had their first cover When this, when the second one comes out It's not going to match But, you know, what can you do? It's okay <laughs> Things happen <laughs> I know, right? So but yeah, book covers. I do think it plays a very vital role, even even when it cut down comes down to getting a distributor for your book. Um, yeah. They're very picky on what the book looks like and if they want to carry it in their warehouse and things like that. So, um, or if have they seen, carry it, they, how many they may carry depends on what they really think about it. So yeah, exactly. I agree with you. Yeah. So. I think I made the right decision by getting a new one, but I really hate that I had to because, like I said, Justin Young did a really good job on the first one. But I had to do go by what the lit world wants. Right. Absolutely. Um, what do you think of book trailers? I notice that uh, people pay a lot of money for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the sad part about it is nobody really pays attention to them like they used to. Yeah, now, when I first came in the industry, they were a big thing. They were the must-have. Um, if you didn't have a book trailer, people looked at you like, what? Uh? But now mm-hmm. it's like, book trailer, what's that? And, you know, exactly. It, it's funny how things have evolved. Um, you know, so much since. Well, actually, now, you know, um, people who 
kind of gifted and have that kind of time to do it can even do them from their phone. Um, yeah, I heard it. there's an app. What mm-hmm. app is that? Um, well, the person I know that does hers on her phone does them from her iPhone, and it's the iMovie app. Um, wow. Mhm. That's good to know. Yeah, because I see a, I see a lot of people. Um, well, there's there's this one particular company that that is like behind time, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they tried to um, hit me up a couple weeks ago asking me did I want a book trailer, and they're charging like astronomical prices, and and I had to let them know like you're outdated, like. Nobody's gonna pay five hundred and seven hundred dollars for a book trailer. Like nobody gets those like that. The the (laughs) scary thing is that that's not the worst price I've ever heard, especially recently for a book trailer. Um, Try thirty five hundred. Ooh, okay. I mean, like somebody paid it. No. And it looked like it looked like it had been done on the cell phone, you know. Now there are some that are done on cell phones and they look nice, but this looked like it had been done on the cell phone, and the person <laughs> who it belonged to actually paid thirty five hundred dollars. I'm like, ew, like that's not no, that's not nice. I mean, I'm not gonna say names, even though I feel it. Dude got gypped. I won't, you know, but I won't say names on the radio. But yeah, it just wasn't cool. Nah. Mm-mm. Well, unfortunately, you have a lot of con artists out there that praise yeah. on new authors. And, you know, I've read up on, you know, the statistics of how many books come out a week. And Amazon supposedly gets over 100,000 books being um, published a week. So, you know, when you think about all these new authors that come out. Hmm? I said, wow, per week. I said, I didn't even realize it was like that, but yeah. Yeah, so it's crazy, you know, how many people they prey on, especially, like, on Facebook, because I I am a victim of of some fraud, and I'm also Mm. a victim of, you know, someone um, taking your money or charging you a high price for a product, and you really... It either it wasn't satisfactory or you didn't get the product at all. So, oh man, you know, yeah, it's, it's a lot of people because we, you know, as newbies, we don't really know any right. better, you know. So being new to the game, I guess it takes that experience. You have to get you have to get burnt at least one time before you realize that <laughs> it's sad, but when you realize how many um, people are out there. You know, and especially yeah. if people see you doing well, they prey on you even more because they think yes. you're making all this money. So it could be rough, especially if was that a new author that paid that? Um, he wasn't necessarily new, but he was incarcerated. Oh, okay. So, so I feel like he yeah. didn't have computer access to know who right. who and what's what like that but you know hey he was proud of it so wasn't nothing I could do or say. 
<laughs> well, for thirty five hundred, he better be proud. Play it off, bro. <laughs> That's a lot of money <laughs> for a book trailer. When folks are when folks are out there, fifty dollars, a hundred dollars, and call it a life. Pretty much. <laughs> So where do you see yourself five years from now? Let's see. Well, I hope I can be sitting next to Oprah or Shonda Rhimes uh, sometime within the next five years. (laughs) Uh, The book is being turned into a play, and um, I am currently taking Shonda Rhimes classes right now as we speak. So, you know, I I hope to see great, great things happen within the next five years with the storyline. That's great. Congratulations on the on the play and on being able to take Shonda Rhimes um what was it, the script writing class? Yeah, it's um master masterpiece something class. Um I just started it. Uh, a couple of days ago, actually, somebody oh, gifted okay. me the class. Oh, was even better! Now that's yeah, well, really sweet. Yeah, it was. It was truly a blessing. Um, one of Shout my shout out to whoever that was that invested in your future. Yeah, and you know the the funny part about it is, I just mm-hmm. recently met them. I, I haven't even haven't even known them for, you know, more than two weeks. And wow. they, yeah, they had paid for a class and, and was trying to gift it to someone else. And the other person had already bought the class. And so, you know, they didn't feel that they needed it. And the first person they thought about was me. So oh, that was awesome. That was very sweet. God bless them. Um, and a lot of times that's how our blessings come, you know, from the most unexpected places ever. So yes, yes, that was definitely unexpected. But you know, she was so sweet about it. I was like, no, I can't. She was like, yes, you can. I thought you were the first person I thought about, and and I was like, Lord, this is like really, really good. <laughs> so, yes. Um, yeah. Shout out to my my new friend. She know who she is. Um, but she she's she was phenomenal. In my eyes, to something great because this would this will definitely change my life. So absolutely, hey friend. (laughs) (laughs) She's out there somewhere. She might be listening. I don't know, but well, she can always catch the replay. Yeah, yeah. I'll let her know about that. Yeah, she and she's one of those people. You you know what I like about people like her? She's one of those people that she doesn't want the credit. Like she doesn't want it advertised that she did something nice. This is just who she is. So that's right. the best part about it. Because it's Absolutely. coming straight from the heart. Absolutely. Yeah. I love I love those people like that. I call those people angels on earth. And um, on that note, we are going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back do you need hot new graphics 
Do you need your book edited, proofread, typeset, or formatted? Then contact me, Allison M.D., CEO of Allison Edits, and that's Allison, A-L-L-Y-S-O-N, Edits, E-D-I-T-S, dot com. The streets are talking about the hottest urban fiction novel on the market right now. A Legal Life, a North Philly Story by Jay Cerrone is a reality-based saga which is entertaining, educational, and relatable to readers from different ages and all backgrounds. Purchase a copy for yourself or someone you love today and find out what all the buzz is about. Ebook versions available online at iTunes, Kobo, and Intera sites. Paperback copies currently available at quality retailers nationwide. Brought to you by Paper Taste Publications, the ultimate in urban literature. And we're back. For those who may have just tuned in, um, I'm Allison M.D., your host of The Love Line. And tonight we have Teresa V. Howell. Welcome back, Teresa. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, Sam, who are some of your favorite authors? Vanessa Miller is becoming a favorite right now. I I got a whole series that she did, um, the Rain series. Yeah. And I'm getting getting deep into that. Um, I like Kimberla Lawson Roby some of her books. I can't say uh-huh. I like all of them, but I but I do like some of them. And um I know this is not a Christian fiction author, but for some reason I started to read some of Kira Allen's books. Okay. And and I like her writing because she's very, very descriptive. So, you know, that's kind of teaching me how to develop characters. So I really, right. you know, um, got into her her book, Devout, Devout, and um, halfway through that. And okay. Yeah. I don't normally read that kind of genre, but her dis- descriptive um, how she describes the the characters from and from their backgrounds and things like that. I think she's she's very 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 thorough. So I'm enjoying reading that um, for those reasons. And I do like um, as a sci uh, African sci fi um, author. Her last name is Butler. I can't remember her first name, but. She she's deceased, but she has a lot of books out. It was Octavia Butler. Octavia Butler, yes, I do like her books as well, and she's very descriptive too. I, I like to read books like that. I have a couple of Kay Ritchie books, and so yeah, there's a couple of favorites. Okay, um, well, I'll have to turn you on to the author that who I interviewed Wednesday evening. She's an African American sci-fi. Um, Writer, her name is Angela J. Ford. I'll have to connect the two of you. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, that would be great um, because I, I like reading different genres to see how people connect characters and events and things like that. So absolutely. it helps me a lot in my writing um, to be a better writer. So I shout out to all those those uh, veterans out there. 
to have all these good books out there so that I could read and learn. Absolutely. Um, so what is your writing? Um, did I ask you this? can't remember, but what is your writing process like? Uh, for me, I know I have to have, like, my favorite, either my favorite coffee or my favorite even flavored water and snacks and music in my ears and tune out the whole rest of the world. What is your writing process like? Well, because I'm a mother with children with different with ages, age gaps that are crazy, mm-hmm. I have learned <laughs> that I can write anywhere, anytime, around any type of noise. From the CIAA finals to, I mean, I was writing while they was yelling and screaming. Oh, wow. Yeah. And and I've just learned how to do that in chaos because as a special educator, um, I'm a director, you know, over a program. So Mm -hmm. I'm always stopping what I'm doing and trying to help a teacher with children and things like that or trying to transfer kids from place to place make sure that they're safe and all that good stuff. So um, dealing with, with, with that kind of chaos on the job, and then I come home with kids and husband and everybody's a sports fan and we're always watching something sports-related, you know, I can write anywhere. Well, you know, that's that's great. And it's times when I could do that. Like sometimes I find myself just writing on my phone uh, no matter where yes, I am. I've done that too. Mm-hmm. But I've done that too. And when we went on vacation um, recently, my husband didn't want me to bring my computer, even though I snuck it in anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> there were times when we were on the beach, and I just pulled out my phone and opened up my doc's uh, information and started writing right there from my phone. Right. I had no clue, you know, that I was actually working on my book. But I got a lot done that week, so... <laughs> so vacation was just what you needed for a whole nother purpose. <laughs> right. So as long as he didn't know, he probably knows now when he listens to this recording. But yeah, I I wrote like fifteen chapters while we were on the beach. So thanks for the vacay, hubby. Can't wait to read the book that came from uh, said vacation. <laughs> Yep. So, yeah, I've I've learned to adjust. Now I do have my quiet moments when I'm trying to re-edit, and right. you know, I have when I'm talking. I was told that if you read the chapters out loud, you'll find the greatest mistakes, and that seems right. to work for me as well. So, yes. yeah, I've been doing that lately, and clearing up the manuscript. So those are times that I might need quiet time. Understandable. Yeah. Very understandable. Um, does writing energize you like it does some people or exhaust you? Um, because I know some people writing can almost be like like um performers when they're on stage and they give all of themselves and then when they, you know, get off stage it's like they're spent, there's nothing Nothing mm-hmm. left. Uh, what yeah. It's it's very exhausting for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And maybe because of my age of, of writing. So 
I think if I would have did this maybe like 20 years ago, I'd have a different, um, you know, a different response. But at the age that I am now, just trying to find energy to deal with my job alone is enough. So writing can, you know, can really wear you out, especially when you're yeah. trying to perfect it and make sure that you're, that you're making sense even um, with some of the characters. So yeah, it's exhausting for me. Like after after writing, I got to take a nap. <laughs> That's how I feel about editing my own book. Now I'm an editor, so editing other people's books is easy. But mm-hmm. when it's time to do self edits before turning it over to my editor, I'm like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, yeah. It, it it's it's it could be rough, um, especially when you you're trying to if, if you're a perfectionist like me, like you, yes. you want to make it right. It, it could be really rough, and then, you know, I'll write a little, and then I'll go read a little because I'm like, maybe I didn't develop this character. And like, let me go read this book and see how this person did it. And it's like, you, you get exhausted. Yeah. You, you out. So, yeah. It can, but, you know, we do anything to make a reader smile and give them something yeah. to enjoy. It is worth it in the end, most definitely, when, when it's a finished product. But, Lord, the time it takes yes. to get that finished product. <laughs> it's like, it is like a labor, like labor, like a labor of love. Because um, by the time you get done, you hold and you actually hold it in your hands, completed. You know, it's like holding a newborn baby. Um, mm-hmm. I always thought that that feeling was just going to be with my first book, but no matter how um, for, far I get into, you know, how many, no matter how many books I release, each book becomes my new baby. So I, I definitely get it. Um, definitely. Do you do you, do you do your own covers too? Because I see you're very creative with your um, flyers and stuff. Uh, thank you. Um, some of them I do. Um, the ones that I self-publish, I do them myself. Um, the book and books that um, the book I have out and the books that are coming out under um, Urban, I actually. Well, the first one, the one that's out now, Try a Little Tenderness, I did the prototype um, and t- submitted it to be the possible cover, and they actually chose it and only changed the f- one of the fonts on the cover but left the rest of the cover exactly as I had done it. Uh, so I guess so far to date, of everything that's released, I guess I have done it myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah, I love it. Um, graphic design for me is so relaxing. It's like most of the time, it's 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 almost like cutting coupons to me, which is a little known fact. If Allison loves to cut coupons, doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter if I need the coupon or not. To me, just clipping coupons and either watching TV or listening to music. That's like my little, my little happy way. 
I tried to get into that. I was not organized. I had the book and everything, and I still couldn't get it together. I'm like, maybe this ain't for me. <laughs> well, it's not even. It's not for me. It's not even couponing because of a lot. I end up giving because I end up clipping all of them and giving most of the ones that I don't or would never use away. So uh, I don't know if it's just the cutting them out that relaxes me or what, but it's like me that's almost like going to the spa and getting a um mani patty or something. So. <laughs> well, you got to do something that you enjoy. Yeah. But you you seem very talented because I I watch, you know, I've been watching you for a minute. So, you oh, know, and thank I, you. I myself yeah, I'm, I'm I myself desire to kind of get into graphics, but you know, because after a while, you get tired of paying people and you want to learn how to do it. But hopefully one day I can get there and kind of start doing my own stuff. But Yeah. Trying to feel my way around. And a couple of friends keep telling me I should teach a class, but um, I'm one of those people who I'm self, I taught myself. And so mm-hmm. that's the kind of teacher I am. So I'm not sure if I, I would be patient enough to teach more than one person, you know, one by, you know, one at a time. I don't know if I'd well, be you, patient enough. You, you, you never know until you try. I think you would do yeah. great because oh, I think you, you. Yeah. Because you, you're so talented. You can't keep all that talent to yourself. Share the love. <laughs> well, I'm not trying to keep it to myself. I had never really pictured myself teaching nobody. <laughs> oh yeah, I think you would do a great job. I and mean, there's so many, so many of us out here that really need that training. Like okay. there really should have been some type of course out there, like author one on one, so that way we could have we could have known about the graphics world. We could have learned about right. you know the editing world um, because my first book got had four editors and you talking about wasting money like two of them I can guarantee you they didn't do anything to for it um, so you know if, if I would have knew more about what kind of editor to look for you know to look for an editor in my genre that would have been very important because you can't get a street lit editor to be editing Christian fiction I mean you know it's just right. so many things I wish I would have known Instead of just wasting money, so yeah. Go and had I that thought class, of that, girl. Okay. Had I mm-hmm. thought of that when you first came to me, I would have told you that that um, try to find somebody that at least has experience in your genre, whether it's writing in your genre themselves or um, has edited more than one book in your genre. So right. Yeah, I had no clue. The, the first person that edited my book, I'm not even going to say her name because I don't, I don't want to put out there. But she, she's she been writing since the early 2000s, and all her books was erotica books. Mm, I, had no, I had no clue. I was referred to her by a, a friend that I grew up with in Boston, mm-hmm. and he did. He, she edited his book. Um, so now, was his, his book, book was, an erotica book? No, his book was like a a crime urban 
Okay, but it's it's an easier transition for someone to go from erotica to to a crime drama or crime novel. Than, right. Uh, right. Yeah. So she she did his book and well she actually did both of his books. He has two books out. And so he said, well, she's the best, you got to try her. And so I was like, okay. So I get with her not realizing how much money this was going to cost me because I wanted a developmental editor. Not right. knowing her background of, I just knew that she had a, a, a publishing company. She used to be with some magazine back in the day. And, you know, I, th- I thought, okay, maybe this will work. Well, it was funny because, like, the first couple of scenes when they were actually having church, she uh-huh. will always kind of like go against me being descriptive about them having church service. So wow. make a long yeah, make a long story short. I found out in the end that she doesn't even attend church. <laughs> well, that's okay for for the listeners out there because a lot of authors um and aspiring authors do come back and listen to these shows. Um Lesson number one, like for those of us who write Christian fiction and know that's not my only genre, but that is one of uh, one of my genres and the main genre that I write in at the time, at this time. So uh, at least work with someone who knows what a church service is like. <laughs> and has been to church recently, <laughs> at least sometime this year. <laughs> I don't know if she was Catholic. I don't know if she was an atheist. I don't know nothing about the lady. All I know was when I got to the scene where they were praising God, she was like, it's just too much dancing going on. It's just too much praise. It's just too much jumping around. She was like, well, now she could say? she could have grown up. Um, what is that that they don't really say anything until the preacher's finished, and then they say these quiet little amens. What what denomination is that? Is that that's not Presbyterian, is it? I don't know. That's pro. That sounds like Protestant, actually. Protestant, Protestant, Protestant. Now, if I'm wrong. Was- Whatever I'm wrong, somebody please kindly inbox me or email me and just tell me I'm wrong. You ain't got to blast me out and say, you know you was wrong. But <laughs> <laughs> Whatever religion she came from or whatever she did, she, she never had no clue what she was Yeah, I was just going to say, if you ain't yeah. been to a non-denominational or Kojic or even Baptist for that matter, then I don't know what's you don't know. Um Yeah, so it was sure. you know it was rough. <laughs> I was like, I gotta have these scenes because this is what they do in my church. You know what I mean? Like right. Yeah. If learning that was a learning lesson. Okay, number two, what you gonna say number two for the new author? Go ahead. <laughs> All right, number two for my new authors. Um, Make sure that your editor has actually edited before. I mean, everybody needs a first time, true. Um, 
if you're going to give somebody a first-time chance, let them be like your proofreader or your final editor who just goes through, well, that's basically a proofreader, but the person who just basically goes through and does your final sweep for you before mm-hmm. you do your final sweep and submit your work um, to the printer or to your publisher or whoever. Um you know, know your editor. Know, make sure your editor knows what type of editor they are. Right. Um, I have a post that says, for my Allison Edits business, that says, if your editor does not know the difference between copy and developmental editing, then you need a new editor. <laughs> That's the best advice you could give. I'm telling you, it's oof. It was rough. Yeah. Speaking of advice, do you have any advice for future aspiring or current aspiring authors? Yes, if you get inboxed by anybody that you don't know, (laughs) let me say this. Uh, Do your research before giving any money or um, believing their services. There is a person that is out there. It's a male that that inboxed me and promised me radio and some other things. And I didn't give – I gave him like 100 bucks, but you would have thought that – I don't know. You thought I gave him a, a, a million bucks the way he was he was reacting to trying to get more money and trying to say he did all these things when he did not. He 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 does not do what he says he's going to do, and he ended up inboxing all of my friends after I kind of put the word out. So he is wow. seeking new authors, and he's going to take your money and he's going to promise you that he can get you on television and radio and all these different things. This has been his his hook since 2007. Um, he's been a, actually arrested for fraud. He's done time. And I think he has a mental illness. Um, he is an ex-military con artist. So mm-hmm. I wish I could say his name on the radio to save everybody's life, but just know if you get an inbox from a man talking about radio, stay far, far away. Um, I'm going to ask you a question, mm-hmm. and all you got to say is yes or no. Are their initials, are their online initials, R-A? R-A. They do have an A. Mm-hmm. And the, 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 there's a G in there somewhere. Okay. You just said yep. a G, now you're throwing me off because... All the other clues you gave me pointed to the person who did that messy $3,500 uh, book trailer. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, uh, there is a female out there, too, that is, and she's well-known. She She's in the graphic industry. She's mm-hmm. very, very well known. She actually she has completed some covers for some people, but there are a lot of covers she has not completed. And she will tell you she's dying, and she is not. Um, she has gotten a lot of authors to send her money um, based upon her illness. They even feel sorry for her, start sending money for medicine, and girl ain't sick for real. 
she's been doing this for about six years. So it's just a lot of people out there that okay making uh, a kill. Yeah. And I know you know this one because she's 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 very well known. But she, yeah, I'm gonna need you know. to inbox me that name when we get off the air. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> but <laughs> I try to warn as many people, and it was so funny because the the week that it well after I had went through all of it with this person, mm-hmm. um, I started telling my friends about it, and um, some people in the lit world, and some of the people that did my promotion, and sure enough, mm-hmm. that guy showed up in their inboxes like a week later, and they was like, oh my god. He hit me up. He hit this one up. He hit, so he he went like through twenty authors within a week of the people that we knew. So you know, you know, telling how many other people he hit up, right. trying to get money for his false services. So yeah, but he's been reported. Um, people know what state he lives in, but they don't. They you know they, it's hard to kind of catch up to people like that because they're doing all right. of it on Facebook. Right. Uh, Well, we only have a couple minutes left. Uh, You could tell our readers how they can discover more about you and um, where they can get your books. That would be great. And I thank you so much for being on the show. Well, thank you for having me. This was the quickest hour ever. Isn't it? (laughs) I. I have a website. I could be reached at TeresaBHowell.com. I'm on Amazon. I have a uh, Facebook author account, Teresa B. Howell Author. I am on Instagram as Teresa B. Howell. I am on Twitter as Teresa W-I-V. And I no one doctor myself. find you on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I have a... <laughs> self-publishing company called Walking in Victory International. Um, and I have a website for that, walkinginvictoryint.com. And okay. I also have a Twitter Twitter page for that as well, um, WIVI Info. So if you are interested in finding my books, you can get them on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Um, there are a couple of Barnes & Noble stores stores that are carrying them inside the store, but most of it's done online. All right. And thank you so much for coming on, Teresa. Well, thank you for having me, and I hope to talk to you again soon when book two comes Uh, out. You know you will. You know you definitely will. Thank you so much, and have a good night. And everybody, thank you. And you have been tuned in. Bye-bye. You have been tuned in with The Love Line. I am your host, Allison MDs. Of course, you can reach me at allisonmds.com. You can also reach me on lovelinewithallison.weebly.com. And you can find me on Twitter, Allison. At Allison MDs on Instagram, at Love Line with Allison, on Facebook, Love Line with Allison. And of course, I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter, and everywhere else under my personal pages as well. Thank you so much and have a great night.